Hello and welcome to the Bob Edwards Show for Thursday, October 7th. When you tour the American History Museum of the Smithsonian Institution, you can see George Washington's military uniform and the flag that inspired our national anthem. There's also Dorothy's ruby slippers from The Wizard of Oz and props and wardrobe items from popular TV shows. The Smithsonian has been called the nation's attic, and today I'm in the attic talking to the guy in charge, Wayne Clough, who explains the balance between entertaining tourists and fostering scholarly research. One of those resident scholars is entomologist Terry Irwin, who will show us some of the 35 million bug specimens in the attic. It's a time-honored tradition in this country for schoolchildren and their exhausted chaperones to take a trip to Washington, D.C. to pay a visit to the National Mall. Where else in the country can you see Jerry Seinfeld's puffy shirt and the original Star-Spangled Banner? The Smithsonian Institution is ranked third on USA Today's most visited tourist attractions in America, just behind Times Square and the Las Vegas Strip. But if you're one of those visitors who thinks that the Smithsonian is only on the mall, listen up. There are 19 museums total, not including the National Zoo, as well as nine research centers around the world. The Smithsonian Institution is exactly that, an institution of education and research with a $1 billion annual budget. Joining me to discuss the inner workings of this national treasure is current Smithsonian Secretary Wayne Clough. In 2008, Secretary Clough left his post as president of the Georgia Institute of Technology to become the 12th secretary of the Smithsonian. Under his watch, the institution has added a director of education and started the process of digitizing the Smithsonian's 136 million item collection. That collection started over 150 years ago with money donated to the United States by an Englishman who had never visited this country. Why James Smithson left his fortune to the U.S. government remains a mystery. Well, we don't quite know the motivations there, but we do know he was a scientist and a very prominent one at the time, a chemist, which was a new field at the time. And he was enamored also of the Enlightenment and what was going on in terms of new ideas, new governments, individualism, and so forth. And so he admired America, and he admired our revolution. He particularly was intrigued by the fact that Thomas Jefferson and Benjamin Franklin were both very interested in science. In fact, Benjamin Franklin was probably...